0: that's why we're stuck that's why a lot of us feel stuck is because we rush to have that interpretation of what things mean even if unconsciously you're like no I'm, i'm not maybe you're like no i'm not interpreting anything well it's the unconscious works so fast we're not
1: aware that we are doing it I'm Lida Sportel, licensed psychotherapist and functional health practitioner, and I'm here to share with you mind, body, spirit, inspirations, practical steps, and life-changing tools to help you break free, so you don't have to spend the amount of time, money, and effort that I did to save my own life and to create the life that I always dreamed of. It was a couple of decades ago that the doctors told me I had three to six months to live. And yes, it took a terminal cancer diagnosis for me to wake up to the miracles that are really possible. I not only healed myself and broke free from what was holding me back, but I also found my place in the world, my calling, my purpose. I created the whole Wellness Method show and podcast to share with you the tips, tools, and topics that can help you do the same. If you're a sensitive soul, empath, introvert, healer, coach, people pleaser, or perfectionist who's looking to break free and heal, define your vision and create your purpose so that you can inspire others while making money, then you're in the right place. Let's get started. In the quantum you, breaking the habit of being yourself,
0: I'm just going to read some stuff, and you guys feel into this. Where does the intelligence that keeps our heart beating come from? Um, That's part of the autonomic nervous system. Where is that system located? The brain, the brain's limbic system. And within the brain, are there specific tissues that are responsible for keeping the heart beating? Oh, yeah. Where are those tissues made up of? Cells. Where are those cells made up of? Molecules. Where are those molecules made up of? Atoms. Where are those atoms made up of? Subatomic particles. And what are the subatomic particles primarily composed of? Energy. And that's where quantum physics and the Newtonian physics differ a little bit. Because Newtonian physics steps to atoms, matter, cause and effect in terms of this world. Quantum physics goes a step deeper into the subatomic world. And that's where we really are looking at energy and everything being that. Which a lot of us, especially here in this group, we already know that. But I really wanna just examine this a bit more. So he says, Dr. Joe, When we arrive at the conclusion that our physiological vehicle is made up of the same stuff as the rest of the universe, we realize that the same 99.99999% of nothing is what makes the physical universe. So 99.99999% is nothing in terms of matter. There is nothing material about us or the universe around us. 0.00001% is physical. And he says, isn't it ironic then that we keep all our attention on the 0.00001% of reality that is physical? Are we missing something? So every time i read that it's like why am i focusing only on the that fraction of reality what am i missing here why do i keep all my intention on the matter of things trying to change matter and not focusing on what's way beyond that and although i have the intellectual understanding of quantum and i've been digging into these things for a while why do I forget so beautiful Gilly anything you want to share here and then I'll go into how Eckhart says the exact same thing just in a different way and then of course miracles as well anything that comes up for you here
2: oh I just remember the first time I ever heard this I was like what do you mean? I can touch my body. What do you mean? 0.0001% <laughs> physical matter. I'm touching my own skin. I'm touching this desk. I'm touching this water bottle. How could that even be? Um, and it was really hard to wrap my mind around it. And um, I'm sure there are many others who can relate to that. Um, but let's go deeper. Let's get into yeah. Tolle's A New Earth. Um, yeah. Yeah. Remembering the first time I heard that and I was like "Mm."
0: (laughs) Exactly how I felt. I remember watching the movie What the Bleep Two We Know that talks about these concepts and also has the visuals Mm -hmm. of these concepts. So I can see visually what they're talking about. I'm like, I'm either going crazy right now or I'm really landing into the truth of it all. So it was like this moment of you feel like your mind is about to be blown away, but at the same time you're like, I really feel this. The truth of it. So, for those who have not watched the movie, it's an older movie, but it feels so current. What so the Belief Do We Know? It's free online, I believe. And um, I've watched it 20 times. And every time I watch it, I feel like I watch it for the first time. So, okay. So, this beautiful book, A New Earth, it really, although it was written in 2005, around the same time that What the Belief Do We Know mm-hmm. came out which is interesting collectively humanity was really awakening awakening at that time but again although they were written more than 10 15 years ago um this is this is so current Mm
2: -hmm.
0: like because again i feel and i know we are moving into this this state. so here's what he's saying chapter two ego the current state of humanity but he's really talking about something else before he goes into the ego conversation so words no matter whether they are vocalized and made into sounds or remain unspoken as thoughts can cast an almost hypnotic spell upon you words cast a hypnotic spell you easily lose yourself in them. You become hypnotized into implicitly believing that when you have attached a word to something, you know what it is, right? So just cause I have learned certain words and I have learned what certain objects are, I have been hypnotized to believe that that's what they mean the fact is you don't know what it is you have only covered up the mystery with a label mm. everything a bird a tree even a simple stone and and certainly a human being is ultimately unknowable which is like when i read that i'm like all the judgments all the things i think i know all the things i think even i want or the things Mm -hmm. I go for every day and I put a certain attachment and meaning to them, I ultimately really don't know because I'm trying to put labels on the mystery of infiniteness. I'm trying to control and and put labels around something that who am I to know? Mm -hmm. This is because it has unfathomable depth all we can perceive, experience, think about is the surface layer of reality less than a tip of an iceberg. Mm. Which is exactly what Dr. Joe is saying. Why am I focusing on the 0.00001% and think I know and think I can explain my life or even believe things that i think every day and be like that's what this is just because i had a thought or just because i have an emotion i'm like this is this gotta be the way it is but all i perceive and experience and think about is the surface layer of reality not even the tip of an iceberg what does that bring up for you
2: i keep thinking about our last our last get together and how we talked about um choosing how you express how you're feeling yeah instead of saying I am sad I am angry it's detaching from the emotion allowing yourself to have the emotion but detaching Mm -hmm. from it and not identifying with it right I have this experience of anger inside of me right so if we're walking around and we're labeling everything as we see it, because that's what we learned. We're not really leaving a lot of room for the unexpected to come in the, the invisible realms Mm -hmm. to make themselves themselves visible to us. And it's leading with the head. Yes. As opposed to leading with the heart, which feels and senses the mind. Perceives and has a little file cabinet of what is <laughs> that it goes to, and you know, it's oh, that's that's a that's a sunflower, okay. Um, you know, and it, and it has okay, sunflowers are, are good for this, that, and the other, and they grow during this time. And this is how you know, instead of just feeling into that sunflower and, and intuiting the sunflower has gifts for me here, can I commune with this sunflower and intuit and, and what it wants to? provide me and how I can support it. Mm -hmm. And that Eckhart Tolle's reminder of being present in every single step of your day, even reaching for the water. Mm -hmm. My only goal is to reach, not to drink the water, just to reach in that moment for it.
0: Mm. So beautifully said, because only in that moment can we open up to the rest of the iceberg, the 99.9999 percent, because if I'm rushing to have a interpretation of the sunflower, of the water, or the bad stuff, right, in quotes, bad stuff, right, the, the physical pains, we rush to have a meaning to those, I do, or the things that don't flow as I would want them to be, or the things that come up each day, I'm like, oh, in that moment, I'm I'm rushing to to interpret it through 0.00001%. And I'm blocking the majority of what's really going on. Mm -hmm. I'm really looking at the tip of the iceberg.
1: A quick word from our sponsor, this episode is brought to you by the program Break Free Empaths, a 21-day online program created for empaths by empaths. This program was born from a collaboration of the minds and hearts of Gilly Henson and myself, Lita Sportel. We each found ourselves at many points in our lives in the midst of struggle and confusion, living in a world that has long mislabeled empaths as being overly sensitive, shy, or aloof people. It had become apparent that the labels once placed on us were outdated and actually not accurate. We both realized that the time had now come for compassion to rise up and to no longer see our intuitive abilities and sensitivities as a weakness, but as a much-needed strength in this world. This online course is designed to help sensitive, intuitive, compassionate souls like you break free, From labels, emotions, and beliefs that no longer serve you, and bring unity to your gifts. We're bringing our combined experience, tools, and practical steps to empower empaths to show up as they are and who they are. Not sure if you are an empath? Take the free online quiz to find out if you are an empath and to what degree, and to see if the program Break Free Empaths is your next step towards the brave new you. Now let's get back to the episode. Underneath the surface
0: appearance, everything is not only connected with everything else, but also with the source, capital S, of all life out of which it came. Even a stone and more easily a flower. Did you know that was coming up? <laughs> I know you, you're you so connected to this. So even a stone and more easily a flower or a bird Could show you the way back to God, to the source, to yourself. When you look at it or hold it and let it be without imposing a word or mental label on it, a sense of awe, of wonder arises within you. You were so ahead, Gilly, already (laughs) talking about it. It's just crazy. (laughs) But it really isn't crazy because you're, again, it speaks to who you are. And how connected you are to these conversations. But again, it's like, can we do this with the stuff that trigger us? Right. Right. Can we let it look at it or hold the, the thing that we're struggling with? Hold it, obviously, could be metaphorically speaking. And right. let it be without imposing a word or mental label on it. And can of have that wonder and curiosity of, hmm, I wonder what this experience right now is wanting to tell me. Mm-hmm. I know I'm, I I'm rushing into the 0.0001% of what that means, but hmm, I wonder if I'm wrong.
2: Yeah, I like the word wonder. It has so many meanings. Um, childlike wonder. Inquisitive, wonder, what's going on? Can I be the observer in this moment? And yeah, the the physical part of it, it feels completely real. Yes, right? The emotions feel real, the physical pain feels real. All of that feels so real. and it's like, how could I possibly believe that there's more to this? Right? When everything is telling me it's only this experience, and this is, oh, I've probably been in this experience before right so that lens from before is being activated in that moment right so then the 99.9999% percent <laughs> i trying to keep counting my head um is hidden because there's a veil there's a lens that we're looking through in that you're moment based on what we've already learned
0: you're so incredible at taking me right to the next discussion. I, I I love this because the very next thing I was gonna share is from A Course in Miracles. And it's the very first lessons from the workbook. So for those who are not familiar, this is a big book. And one of the things it has is the workbook for students um, that has 365 lessons, one lesson for each day of the year. The very initial lessons are very connected to what we're talking about and i want to read some of them there are nice statements that we can practice and remember during the day but then i also want to read one of the lessons that speaks to what you just said gilly Perfect. so very first lesson so even if you're complete newbie to course miracles this is how it's this is the first lesson Nothing I see in this room, or on the street, or from this window, nothing I see around me means anything. So some people will run from <laughs> this and be like, Course in Miracles, forget that. This sounds crazy. Or you might be like, OK, very interesting. So it's a statement you want to um, explore. Nothing I see around me means anything. So this computer doesn't mean anything. This um, lamp doesn't mean anything. This book doesn't mean anything. This hand doesn't mean anything. So it really starts to strip us away from all the meaning that we have put, the labels that we have put on things. Lesson one, hello. Hello. And again, I find, again, the connection, the bridging of what we read from Dr. Joe, what we just read from Eckhart Tolle, and then Course Miracles, it's like, same thing. Then lesson two says, I have given everything I see in this room, all around me, all the meaning that it has for me. So I have given this hand the meaning that it has for me. I have given it. And you said something very wise, uh, Gilly, earlier, it's from the past. So I'm going to get to that in just a moment. But I'm really looking through at at everything through the lens of the 0.0001% of what we have all collectively agreed on looking at things at. And we have all agreed to look at things a certain way with slight variations. For the most part, there is um, a veil of what things mean. Lesson three is I do not understand anything, I see. So the course is like, well, first of all, you've given it all the meaning. First of all, it doesn't mean anything. Secondly, you've given all the meaning. Thirdly you don't get it you don't understand anything you think you do you don't and obviously you know we dive deeper into course miracles so there's a lot more I could say here and go for another three hours but fast forwarding to lesson seven I see only the past so that's why we really don't understand Anything we see because we only see the past. And somebody might be like, no, I understand what it is. The past has taught me what things are. Sure, within this physical world, that's there's a level of truth to that. But Dr. Joe told us already (laughs) that's 0.00001%. So do you want to focus on that? Fine. But when life gets to a point where you're like i'm fed up with this level of reality there's got to be a better way this is just this is just i can't keep going that way then you open up to the rest of the iceberg open up to the 99.9999% you're like okay so I love that you brought the past because it really is something um, that we all fall into. And we're here undoing some of the things we've learned and opening up to what could could be. And one of the things that I was really wanting to kind of bring back around to just practical experiences in in our lives. I wrote down what is something in your life right now that is consuming you, that has a hold on you, that you really are consumed by and your attention is very much going in that place. How can we start applying these conversations? So but before I go into that, what how does that how does that all that feel to you, Gilly?
2: Oh, well, it just feels right on point. Um, I was thinking when you're talking about our interpretation of our hand. I started thinking about, yeah, even even when I was younger, I would look at my dad's hands and I'd be like, "Oh, we have very similar hands. Is that how my hand is going to look when I'm his age?" is that how my hand is going to age so as I mature in life I look at I do look at my hands I'm like yeah that kind of resembles what my dad's hands might look like yeah okay at this age and without even being fully conscious of it I'm thinking I'm pulling that past thought of this is what my hands look like when they get older into the present moment and I'm cutting off creation i'm cutting off source in that and saying yeah that's what my hands are going to look like when i'm older mm. that's what hands that's how my dad's look that's how mine are going to look and it's it's something kind of minute and very small but if we do that with just that little topic think about all the ways in which we do that with many topics deeper topics mm. right how we perceive ourselves how we perceive others how we perceive about the lessons coming in for us and what's you know challenging us as you mentioned what is what is the present challenge and am i identifying with that challenge or am i breaking loose from that challenge and saying hey is can i be in a state of wonder right now can i wonder about this and wonder if maybe maybe my past is coming in in this present moment yeah you know, does it remind me of something right can I empower myself a little bit more in this moment, and identify with the observer, mm-hmm. the the wonder, wonder. <laughs> and that can be hard when you're triggered. Yeah, because right? you just want to feel. You just want to feel all the things, and that's okay too. Like to to feel all those things, you need to feel all the things. And if you don't feel all the things, then you'll have no clue where you're at. Exactly. Right. You've got to feel bad in order to also feel good. Yeah. We need to know both aspects of those things Um, I don't know if I went on to like a little tangent there but
0: (laughs) they're all they're all connected (laughs) because um what you're mentioning about the hand and looking at your dad's hand and thinking well that that unconscious thought initially is like oh that means mine will look the same in how many ways do we do that maybe you caught the hand thought but how many other thoughts we have, whether it's with our parents, their, their health condition, their patterns, the way they process emotion, the way they communicate, the way they associate with each other, the way they raise us. So many things that we then, you know, feared that we will be the same or want to be the same or be like I'm not going to be the same but then it's all the same because we're still embodying that that energy but even beyond our parents it's like all around us the stuff that we look at and then we it becomes us without having that filter of hold on a second what do i want like what who do i how do i want my hand to look right how do i i you know i have like for me it's been physical stuff physical health stuff when i have a symptom it's like oh i know what that is Mm -hmm. what if i went to hmm, i don't know what that is Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: i have given the meaning that it has for me but I only see the past. I only see the 0.00001%. What if the same symptom that I've had for whatever years had a completely new meaning that I was not willing to see? And I actually practiced that and I started seeing it from a different quantum perspective. Mm-hmm. Guess what? The symptom left. Perfect. What Perfect. I'm trying to say is, when we go into that wonder space that you were talking about some things just fall away because they just don't need to be there anymore
2: we stop identifying with them and identifying them as something oh i know what that is right and claiming it it's like i don't know what it is i wonder what it could be or maybe i don't wonder (laughs) maybe it could just go away (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that's not to just like bury your head in the sand or anything like that but to be open to the possibilities mm-hmm. that it may not be what you think it is and that it could be a huge blessing
0: that's why we're stuck that's why a lot of us feel stuck is because we rush to have that interpretation of what things mean even if unconsciously you're like no I'm I'm not maybe you're like no I'm not interpreting anything well it's the unconscious works so fast we're not aware that right. we are doing it so the first step is to kind of pause and be like oh i'm doing it or I'm, I'm rushing to have an interpretation of thinking i know what this issue i'm having this relationship thing this money experience this health thing going on i'm rushing to have a interpretation actually my ego is rushing Mm-hmm. It's not even you, really, that's doing it. Um, that's why it's that hypnotic spell, right? That Eckhart Tolle was talking about. It's like sleep. It's a, it's like you go into a hypnotic mode of autopilot, mm-hmm. and then you wake up from that. You're like, oh, awareness! Oh, look at me. That's why again, course in miracle starts with those lessons right away. No, you, no, it doesn't mean anything. No, you've given it the meaning. It has for you. You don't understand. You really don't. You think you're so smart, but you're really are not. You only see the past, silly you. You know, it's like, and and then you start to get unstuck because you're like, oh, there is the ninety nine point nine 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 percent of possibilities that because it's in the unknown, I was scared to look at it. Mm-hmm. I only want to look at what's known and what's comforting and what's familiar. But, oh, wow, there's a whole other realm. So that's what I want to encourage everyone listening to think about. It's to take just one little thing that's triggering you. Just one little thing that you're feeling consumed by. And just practice that and say, I don't know what this is i don't know i don't understand i have given all the meaning that it has for me but i realize i'm only seeing the past i'm perceiving through the 0.0001 percent i'm missing the whole bottom of the iceberg let me open up to see what it could be yes
2: yeah absolutely Um, because when we when we get into that state of open right being open being in wonder We let go of the self-doubt, the negative self-talk, the uncertainty that I have to find out answers outside of myself, Mm. and we allow ourselves to tune in to the energy that we're feeling and sensing Mm -hmm. and recognize a possible pattern that's been occurring throughout our lives. Yes. Right. But if we've so easily given our power away and saying, I don't really know, can I even connect with my heart? Can I even connect with the divine? Do I even have that ability? Other people have that ability. I don't have that ability. We perpetuate these, these themes in our life and these struggles. So I, I'm hearing you, Lita, you're inviting people to be open to being in a state of wonder when they're in a triggering situation
0: yeah exactly exactly especially in a triggering situation to just pause for a second and look at the sunflower like you were saying and look at the situation the pain and the trigger and the argument and the money and the whatever is triggering people right now i know we have some comments i want to get back to um to look at that and pause and uh, be aware that, oh, I'm I'm putting all that I have known on it. Mm-hmm. So let me pause. Let me become aware and then let me just say these statements. I don't know what this is for. I, I don't understand. I have given it all the meaning that it has for me, but I'm really only seeing the past. Let me open up to what it, this really is. Because God, source, divine, whatever you want to say here, mm-hmm. I, I really don't know. The ego is going to come and say, no, 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 you do know this means this, and you got to do this, and the next step is that. Well, ego is, is helpful in many ways to get us doing certain things, but in your earth, and, and Eckhart Tolle, and of course, Merkel and Dr. Joe all talk about really stepping into a a higher self that doesn't have that ego part but it's a process it's a journey we're not saying to kill or eliminate the ego but Mm -hmm. we are saying that for a while we're just gonna be okay go yeah sure i hear you Yeah. yeah
1: what a cool conversation thank you for listening to another episode of the whole wellness method show I really appreciate you being here. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope it provided you with insights, ahas, and practical steps. You will find all the links mentioned in this episode in the show notes, so be sure to check those out. Also, if you found this episode helpful and you can think of other people who might benefit from this, please share it with them. You can even take a screenshot of this episode And then post it in your social media or in your Instagram stories and tag me. I would love to connect with you there. And I would also love it if you go and rate this show, the Whole Wellness Method show. And you give us also a review that will tell the podcast algorithm that people are enjoying this show and it will help us rank higher which means more people can find these conversations and we can create a bigger ripple effect together. See you next time.